monkey welcome back to our server buddy it sounds like you're quite interested in the flat earth subject so have you got any conversations or questions you want to have my friend um nothing that i can think of right now oh fuck okay if i if i if i think of something i'll let you know <laughs> no problem that was your, that was your what did you learn about last time what did you what did you learn about last time you were here um last time i was here everyone was just talking about like um <clears throat> what's it called masonry and stuff like that and so i kind of got uncomfortable <laughs> okay so you didn't actually get to hear about i didn't get to hear about flat earth anything about that black swan okay buddy so it sounds like you're like really new to the flat earth how long have you been looking into it or did you just fall into our discord server by happenstance um, I just fell in, and I was just trying to figure out, like, because, uh, like I was telling you yesterday, um, like, the school system taught me that, like, the Earth is round, and I just was looking in to see, like, the other side, the other viewpoint. Okay, buddy. Perfect. What I'll do is I'll start you off, then I'll open it up to the rest of the room. But when we're talking about the Earth being flat, we're describing the surface that we walk on, like the Earth. So the Earth, to you, me, and everybody else, always looks flat. However, we've also come to measure the Earth over vast distances of water and found no curvature. And we also use the Earth practically as a flat stationary plane. But ultimately, the first place that you should really look would be into long-distance observations, because the claim is that we see too far. We see further than the prediction of a curved Earth, for example. Okay. Does anybody else want to take this away? I'm making coffee at the moment because it's not got to stay on. We well, can't see. We can't see over the curve of the Earth, but we do. <clears throat> Next. <laughs> yeah, because like, say you're standing on top of like the Burj Khalifa in Dubai. How wouldn't you be able to see both ends of the flat Earth? Because you've finally increased your field of view by so much. Right, yeah. If you're standing on the floor, you can only see so far. You go climb a tree, you can see further. Get to the top of the Burj Khalifa, and you can see Mars. It's like getting into an aeroplane. You can see a lot. The only reason mm -hmm. for this is because you've increased your angle of view above the surface you are looking across. Mm, no, I don't think that's what he's going for here. You, uh, you can you can see the stars, right? And you've been told that the stars are trillions and trillions of light years away, right? Correct. Okay, so that would entail and let you kind of come to the conclusion that you can see for trillions of miles, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's probably your first problem of why you might think that you could see all the way across. You can't because those those lights, up there they're not trillions and trillions of miles and light years away they're just right there and you have a limit to your vision why do yeah. you think you need a camera that's true yeah all right so seeing across it all the way if, even if you were on the Burj Khalifa seeing the whole thing is not gonna happen all right anybody else yeah, yeah. The term, the term, the term, line of sight. You know, have you ever heard of that line of sight? Um, yeah. briefly, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a straight line, you know. So, 
put it on a on a ball, right? Put a ruler on a ball. You know what I mean? And we're we're seeing things we shouldn't see because there's a size to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So once you understand that, like, um, you can't. There's no other arguments that can really uh, be brought forward until this curve or lack of curve is has been uh, dealt with. So it's flat until uh, someone proves it's not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that those are the facts. You see it to be flat. Experience it to be flat. When you uh, when you become an IT, a radio man, you know, telecommunications, they're going to teach you to, to assume that it is flat. If you become a pilot, they're going to tell you to assume that it is flat. A surveyor, to assume that it is flat. I mean, it's pretty much flat. You know what I mean? So the ball is what we don't have evidence of, except for what we see on TV. Correct. Hmm. Okay. Do you, by chance, know at all how fast Earth, in the model that you were taught, is spinning? Um, not off the top of my head, I don't. Okay, well, it, it's 1,041 miles an hour. So do you feel like right now that all of us in this room are spinning at 1,000 miles an hour, roughly? Um, it doesn't feel like it, no. Does the Earth act like it is moving? Well, other, if, like... If the Earth wasn't spinning, then we wouldn't have the day-night cycle, right? No, because that can be just a light overhead moving. Because hmm. that's what we see, isn't it? We see the sun come from the east, goes over your head, and goes to the west. Yeah. So that's the sun exactly. moving. Yeah. Okay. Just like the, just like the, the curve, right? You'll see thing, the sun moving. You don't feel like the Earth is moving, right? Because it, it just isn't. What you see is... The sun is moving, the, sun, the moon is moving, and the stars are moving. You don't have even any evidence of you spinning and causing what you see in the sky. It's the same thing. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's, it's more of the paradigm of looking at it like, for a long time, things kind of have been complicated, but that's kind of the goal that we want to go for to some for some reason, makes us feel smart. But if you really look at it, the simpler answers tend to make more sense. I mean, do you see the sun in the morning in the east and literally see it go across the sky to the west? Yeah. Why can't you just say that the sun's moving then? Because that's literally what's happening in front of you. Okay, that, that does make sense. Right? Sometimes a simpler answer, I mean, it's scary. But, I mean, sometimes a simpler answer just makes more sense. But, but now that you've come that far, right? Like, really, when you really think about it, you can just stay with curvature. Because without curvature, there is no spinning ball. So you don't even have to worry about spin. But, you know, now that you have the explanation, that makes sense. You know, okay. But that that was kind of the, you know, like... First is the ball, 
and then we and then you ask the question about it spinning you know what i mean but as long as it's not a ball as you can't find evidence for a ball like all of this spinning looking up seeing the stars all those other excuses or explanations uh, don't matter or irrelevant so all you need is curvature and then you can move on to spin or you know, gravity or all these other theories that rely on the the earth to be a a globe a sphere Not even evolution exists. I mean, evolution is not a thing anymore as long as you don't have curvature. None of evolution, these... what's that? Yeah, what's, right. what's that? I mean, you have... A, a, yeah, it's a new world, pretty much, to discover. Monkey, do you know the natural physics of water? What happens to water when it's contained? Um, I do not know. Well, if you've got, say, a, a, cu a cup of coffee, for example, on the top of that um, liquid, it's level across the surface, isn't it? If you've mm -hmm. got a bath or a swimming pool, it is level from end to end. Because when you contain water, when it's resting, apart from the ripples and the waves, it is level from end to end. Now, there has to be curvature over water. 71% of the Earth's surface is water, and gravity, whichever type of gravity you use, is putting everything to the centre of it. And the most sphericity, spherical nature, curvature, should be found over water. But you know as, as well as anybody else does that when you contain water and it's resting, then it is level upon the surface. Now this is observed when you're looking at a large body of water, for example, like a large lake or the seas and oceans of the world. They are lying level. Obviously, they've got ripples and tides and waves and so on. But the natural dynamics of water is to remain level upon the surface when contained. So what we should be able to find if we're looking for a ball is curvature over water. And we should be able to find this at a, at a rate. That rate or calculation is eight inches per mile squared. So we should easily be able to observe curvature and be able to measure curvature over vast distances of water but we never see it and we most definitely never measure it. So water is probably one of the, one of the things that will, will lead you in the direction of understanding the flat earth because we're not even making a claim to the shape of the earth. We're just describing the, the surface that we're on, the ground level, right? And the earth is observed and measured to be level over vast distances of water. The water isn't curving, my friend. All right. Um, I, I have one more question. Go for it, man, go. So, say you're in Australia, right? Yep. And, and say it's June. Mm -hmm. It's winter, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're going to be talking about seasons. Uh, yeah. Like okay. in how different Northern Hemisphere, say yeah. like you're in the globe Earth. Yeah. The Northern Hemisphere in June would be summer, but the South, Southern Hemisphere would be like winter. How okay. how does that? Okay, so you can, you, you, we've just understood that um, the day and night cycle can be can be caused by the sun as it goes over and ahead. Now that's our predominant source of heat and light. Now, do you know what the tropics are? The Tropic of Capricorn and the Tropic of Cancer. Um, I do not. Right, so the Tropic of Cancer would be the sun's northernmost path, and the Tropic of Capricorn would be the southernmost path. That are two um, things either side of the equator. Right, even within the heliocentric model, these are what those things are. 
what we have is we have a circling sun overhead around the central north point, it seems. You know north where our compasses point. So it's a bit like circumnavigation going east to west and around a circle. But what the sun does, or what the sun appears to do, is when it's summer in the north, say in the northern hemisphere, to use your words, but in the north, the sun is circling the innermost circle. That would be the Tropic of Cancer. It then crosses over the equator and then over to the Tropic of Capricorn. And then it circles around the Tropic of Capricorn, giving um, summer to the south, or the outer, and um, winter to the north, or the inner layer. So it's dependent on the circle of the sun. Go on, bud. Can you tell them about the um, small and local sun? Well, yeah, because if the Earth, as we have described it to you, is level upon the surface, then the lights in the sky revolve around and above us. This is observed when we're talking about the day and night cycle and the sun coming from the east and going to the west. So the sun is, although I don't know the size and I don't know the distance to the sun, I would assert that the sun is much closer than it is 93 million miles away because that would put it in space and you know we can talk about space in a minute but ultimately the light above our head is much smaller and much closer than what we've been told so this is how what we have a small... earth... Go on, what if the earth is way bigger than the sun you ever thought about that that's to you monkey what if the earth is way bigger than the sun yeah the sun is just this light, you know, that's lighting the surface of the earth, which means the earth is much, much bigger than the sun. Are you in live stream one voice text, buddy? Can you see some of the images that are going by? Uh, yes, I am in that. Okay, so what we've got is we've got an image by Fox Agent at 51 minutes past the hour, which is kind of what we are trying to describe. You see the central point, that's north, mate. That's where your compasses point to. And you will walk around in a circle east to west, and that's how you circumnavigate. This is pretty much the same as what the sun does, and all the lights in the sky that come from the east and go to the west. Around Polaris, right, that star in the sky that never moves. And the sun will go inwards towards the centre, and then outwards away to the, the circumference edge. And this is how we get our seasonal cycles, because it's dependent on the locality of the sun. When the sun is circling outwards, it's summer in the south and winter in the north. And then the sun goes back into the north, circles around the Tropic of Cancer, and it's summer in the north and then winter in the south. And, okay. And did you, did you know Polaris doesn't move? Did you know there's a star at the north that doesn't move, that everything rotates around, that all the stars move around in the sun? It's Get called the North here. Star. Yeah. Which means, what's an expanding universe? You know, how can an exp it be an expanding universe? Um, that's where the that's where the compass points, right? I mean, if if we if I was to describe the flat Earth to you very simply, it would be easier to describe as the Earth. The ground that we walk upon is the floor of the universe, and the lights in the sky revolve around and above us. I don't want you to think that we think the Earth is a disc flying in space, because that most definitely is not what we understand. But it's easier to describe that the Earth is the floor, and when you look up, the stars and lights are in the sky. And up is, is the same direction to everybody, not outwards from a radial point. As in, when I point up and somebody in Australia points up, we're pointing in different directions. Now, we're all on the floor, and we all point up, and we all see the same things in the sky, and they are above all of us. All right. 
Um, I'm looking at the picture from uh, posted by Fox Agent, and say you're in Canada, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, well, how come you would have to like fly, like east and west to go to different areas and not just north and south? Because you can just fly straight up to Russia, say, and just go straight it, north. Um, there is an exclusion zone, a no-fly zone around the central north point, around the North Pole. You're not allowed to cross over it. They'll give you ecological reasons and blah, blah, blah. But this isn't allowed to happen. So most navigation will work around that central north point and we will go east to west. All right. And also... They can't at... fly south. They can't circumnavigate south. Like, they can't go down to the South Pole and come around the other side. That's never right. been done. And... and... Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Man. Yeah, that's all the questions I have for today. Thank you for answering them. It's no problem, Monkey. If you've got any more questions, questions, yeah, no problem. You've got any more questions, buddy, you're always welcome to come back. You probably Alrighty. will have loads more, mate. No problem. Alrighty. Yeah, glad you stopped by. Thank you. Welcome to just hang out and listen if you want. Alrighty. You have been listening to excerpts from the 24-7 Flat Earth Discord Live YouTube channel. If you would like to join the discussion, simply type in your address bar, discord.gg slash flat earth. Thanks so much for listening.